BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level three, the quickest 100 minutes in sports talk radio. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. The Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals for the first time in their 47th year of existence. The Florida Panthers are one win away uh, right now from a Stanley Cup final appearance. Their first since 1996. We have to go back a ways. Panthers up three games to none right now. The Denver Nuggets, of course, busted out the the brooms and swept the Los Angeles Lakers. It was a close game. It nearly went to overtime. I was freaking praying for overtime, too. If I never really needed overtime, it was tonight. And the way things, the, the way things worked out, with them getting the ball back with four seconds left, I was like, okay, are they going to go for a three? Because I needed overtime. And when I saw LeBron going to the rack, I thought, you know what? This is perfect. He's going to take it to the rack. He's going to score. It's going to be tied. We're going to go overtime at 113, 113. We're going to hit all these overs, and everything's going to be saved. And everything's going to be all right. And uh, LeBron gets blocked and shut down to end the game and now contemplating retirement <laughs> uh, in a moment of depression. Anybody that follows the fight game, fighters are always rattled after they lose. And oh, I don't know. I got I to gotta go home and figure things out. And it's time time to regroup, time to reflect. LeBron will be fine. He has a lot of money. And uh, he has a lot of money at stake to play basketball still. But he does want to own that basketball team. But as far as the Denver Nuggets are concerned, first time they reach the, uh, the NBA Finals. Uh, it's the first time with the best record in its conference. First time it's uh, it's uh, first playoff series sweep. 44th playoff series. Wow. A lot of firsts for the Denver Nuggets. None of this stuff matters. It's about uh, it's about cutting down the nets and winning the championship. Interesting. There's an interesting dynamic. Like in the, um, in the NBA, you see, like I see a picture here of Malone, and he's got a trophy. He's, like he's got a trophy over his head. NHL teams don't touch the trophy, or at least most don't. Most don't. Who is the team that does, actually? They said, yeah, we don't believe in that crap. Like, you know, when you win the Eastern or the Western Conference trophy, like, they, there's a trophy for it. Most players in the NHL don't touch it. There was one team, I forget who, some hardcore hockey fan maybe can uh, let me know uh, on Twitter or in our chat right now. But because uh, who was it? And they actually touched it. Was it Vegas, actually? Was it Vegas when they went to the Cup so early in their franchise? I think it might have been. Like, but most hockey players are like, yeah, no, I'm not touching that thing, right? It's bad luck. You don't want to touch the conference. You're not playing for the conference championship. We're in an era right now, though, where everyone celebrates everything, right? You see it, like, when your teams go to the Final Four, they celebrate. When teams win anything, they celebrate. They celebrate this. Hey, we're here. let's celebrate. We made the play, and let's celebrate. I wouldn't touch the trophy. I believe in that. I'd be like, we're not here to touch that. I'd be like, yeah, thank you. I'd look at it. They'd present it. I'd say, thank you very much. We can't wait to play in the NBA Finals. This is awesome. But I wouldn't pick it up. And then I would just tell one of the, you know, the trainers or something, go grab that trophy after, but we're not touching it. I get it, though. They're going to the first Finals. And honestly, in the big picture, whether they touch the trophy or not, it'll have nothing to do with whether they win or lose.
Let's roll. The quickest hundred amens in sports radio continues. I am Gable Morenci. This is Sports Rage. The pits, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be. And uh, clearly, unless you just got out of jail right now, um, the Denver Nuggets are going to their first ever NBA Finals, where they're probably going to most likely end up playing the Miami Heat, considering the teams that are up three games to none are uh, now 150 and 0. It was 149 and 0 coming into tonight. It's now 150 and 0. Nobody has ever come back. We knew that the Lakers had never won. That's actually kind of weak, though. That's one thing that, like, historically, how is that possible that the Lakers now nine times have been down three games to none and never once ever won game four uh, before? And the fact that I got in front of this trend just proves what a moron I truthfully actually am. But congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. And I know, uh, listen, everybody's talking about LeBron right now, but let's not get sidetracked and distracted. I don't know if this is LeBron, as I stated earlier. If you're a LeBron hater, then you can clearly say, you know what? LeBron just can't handle it not being about him. And you know what? He's got to steal the Denver Nuggets story here by talking cryptically about retiring when we all know he's not going to retire. And if you're a LeBron fan and you want to defend him, you can say, hey, listen, it's an emotional moment right now. He's upset. It is what it is. He got stopped. He could have tied the game. He got stopped. He needs to reflect on things. Fine. But LeBron's not retiring. And as far as the Denver Nuggets are concerned, hey, man, listen, we have the promo to, uh, to prove it. And I don't tell them what to do with the promo, so I'm glad that you actually uh, did it. I'm glad that they did the, me talking about the Denver Nuggets going to the NBA Finals because here we are uh, right now. Just because the mainstream TV shows don't talk about a team doesn't mean that that team isn't good, right? Just because people want to bash their star and talk about how he's not the MVP. Can you imagine, like, how many people, like, out there at that time, like, were proudly like, oh, yeah, you know what? Jokic is not the MVP. Embiid, everybody except Jokic. I don't know. It looks pretty valuable to me, man. Anytime you've done something in the playoffs that hasn't been done since Will freaking Chamberlain, then hey, he's got eight triple doubles in the playoffs, and we're not even in the finals yet. A finals that the oddsmakers think the Nuggets are now going to win. Rick Saratella joins us next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The late night anger management class. The Monday night meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Moran. C Series XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates wherever you may be, including in cities that have USFL football teams. Hard to believe we're six weeks through. Right now, let's talk football. We're going to talk USFL, NFL, CFL, and everything else in between. Rick Saratella, NFL Drop Bible, steps up and in. Rick, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Oh, it's a can't-stop, won't-stop situation. Appreciate it. So, Rick, I couldn't help but think of uh, you and my boy, Coach James Young, actually. Uh, James Young's a regular on our TV show, former um, basketball coach at Monmouth University, a woman's team. 
And, of course, uh, Rick Saratella is kicking a Jersey Shore style. But Kenji Bahar of the uh, the Houston Gamblers. The Houston Gamblers, one of the hottest teams in the USFL uh, right now. I went 6-0 and this weekend, Rick, with my USFL pick. So I'm starting to like the league. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Houston Gamblers were one of my wins. But a couple of weeks I've been riding this Gamblers team. And uh, this kid was the quarterback at Monmouth. Put up some monster numbers. Uh, with Monmouth over the years, now getting a shot in the USFL, and he's playing pretty well, Rick. I'll tell you what, Gabe, it's so frustrating sometimes, the FCS label, and it was more apparent during the COVID season, and Monmouth didn't really have a pro day that year. Kenji Bahar didn't have measurables, and I was trying to sell this kid to every scout I could talk to on the planet. And uh, I don't know, he plays at Monmouth. I said, listen, I'm telling you, this kid, he's from Baltimore, he's tough. He's hard-nosed. He's dual threat. His frame is skinny. He's got to bulk up, but he can make all the throws. He's got a slingshot for an arm. Nobody wanted to give him an opportunity, and he was floating around in one of the alternate leagues last year, got hurt, and now, even this year, he was hurt last week, and that's the thing. I said he's got to bulk up. He, he, he needs to prove he can add that weight, but he could definitely make all the throws. He's a very smart decision-maker, and you're seeing, like, don't tell me this kid isn't a, a Tyler Huntley kind of caliber backup at the next level. I completely agree with you, Rick. And, and everything that you stated, as you stated, he's 6'3", 200 pounds. like to see him put on, you know, 10, 15 pounds of muscle. He kind of looks like a basketball player. You know I mean, he is sort of thinnish for the 6'3", 220, uh, the 200. But as you said, like what you said, slingshot of an arm. Ball comes out fast. Seems to be pretty accurate to me. I mean, he was they were running a pretty basic offense, Houston, but... He drops back. The ball comes out crisp, tight spirals into tight spots. As you stated, um, he seemed to be able to read the defenses, know when to the RPOs, know when to throw it, know when to run it, running the offense pretty efficiently. And as I stated, he's 6'3". You can get him in a jam. You can get him like an NFL dietitian can put, you know, 15 pounds on this kid in a month easily. Lot to like about this kid. I don't see why he could not be in an NFL camp, bro, as you stated. Don't tell me this kid can't be a third-string quarterback in the NFL. I want to I want to reiterate too. This kid came in as a true freshman and won the starting job. He started four years at Monmouth. This kid put up 400, 500 yard passing. I was at a game against Albany where he threw eight touchdowns and a double overtime win. Okay, this is not an accident, and this is why we need these spring leagues to, for guys like this to showcase their arm talent. No, you're exactly right, and. You know, last week we talked about the XFL, and the XFL had over 65 invites to NFL camps for its players. Last year, the USFL actually had 60 players sign uh, with the National Football League. So I want to um, want to talk about some of the standouts in the USFL so far. So Kenji Bahar starting to make a name for himself uh, right now. McLeod Bethel Thompson's an interesting uh, player. Played in the CFL. Um, was the quarterback with the Toronto Argonauts. They won the championship uh, last year, albeit it was Chad Kelly who came in and led them to victory. Chad Kelly will now be the starting quarterback of the Argonauts. But um, Bethel Thompson's had uh, had a nice year. And you know what? He's actually in the running for the USFL MVP. I think his lack of mobility could be a problem as far as the NFL is concerned. I think it's been a tale of two halves. Because the first four or five games, this was the most yeah. unstoppable offense in the league. The last two weeks or so, I've been very unimpressed. I feel like it was the same thing with Toronto, Rick, where it was like, man, we got ourselves a quarterback. This guy's amazing. And then, you know, I, you gave him a chance. And a month later, it was sort of like, yeah, we got to take him out. We got to make a change here. He, he, here's what I'm noticing, Gabe, is that he's almost too comfortable now in the offense where he's making dumb throws and stupid off balance. And like he looks like uh, Pistol Pete trying to create like some dumb pick and roll jump shot. Tim Tebow-esque, like some of these throws, I'm saying, what, what the heck are you doing? And that's not typical of him. He's 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 got to reel it in. I think John D. Filippo came in there, was so far ahead of the curve with his acumen with some of these other coaches, but then you had the film, coaches <laughs> catch up real quick. And so he, they've got to reel that offense back in and, and dial it up now and I think start from scratch because the last two weeks they haven't been, he's been throwing as many touchdowns to the other team uh, as the breakers. Excellent insight. I noticed the same thing, Rick, as far as the lack of accuracy. Guys are open. He's overthrowing, underthrowing. You know, he's threw it out of bounds once the guy's on the sun. the game to win. Wide yeah. open. Yeah, Wide I open. know. I know. He missed the lack... throw to win the game. 
that's always been his thing, and that's why he didn't run away with the, the starting quarterback position in, in the CFL. But a player on the breakers that's also, you know, there's a couple of good running backs in this league. Uh, the West Hills. You know, okay. Listen, kid, kid 6'2", 220. Don't tell me he can't get a shot in the NFL. And speaking of the Houston Gamblers, actually, they're running back. Mark Thompson's having a great year as well. Type of guys that could just sort of be depth guys on NFL teams. Mark Thompson's a banger. Like, he just reminds me of a Seattle Seahawks, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers type, a Baltimore Ravens type of thumper, right? And this guy's a two-down back. He could be a, a, a capable backup spot-in duty type of thing. And, oh, man, you're getting me excited now with the pride of Wildwood, New Jersey, right down the road. Hey, 6'2", uh, 235, bro. Played it with the Florida Gators. Played against big-time competition. He's rushed for nine touchdowns in the USFL, bro. West Hills, the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl MVP. Uh, buckle up. This kid, the problem is, again, injuries. He was he tore his ACL twice in college. I think he got hurt again last year. You can't make the club in the tub, and that's what he's got to go out and prove. Rick Saratella, Kegos, we'll get into some NFL uh, news on the other side, but uh, CFL preseason kicked off uh, today. It's great to have another league back, some elite football for the record. The CFL signed a deal with the CBS Sports Network uh, this year. They'll have 34 games broadcast on the CBS Sports Network and uh, the others online on the website. But um, some very good quarterbacks in the, in the CFL this year and in past years. It's a quarterback-driven league, but there's some big-time QBs, and I'm interested to see what happens with our boy Nathan O'Rourke. Nate O'Rourke, of course, uh, he lit it up. Nate Rourke lit it up in the CFL with the BC Lions and NFL teams like what they saw from him. We got a $200,000 signing bonus, Rick, which is pretty big money, isn't it? You know about this stuff and signing bonuses for undrafted players. 200K, that shows, yeah, we like you for real, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's another player we did have out at the NFL PA Bowl, and the scouts loved his upside. And it, it was still, you know, he came out about three years ago. So it was pre-Bryce Young. It was pre, you know, some of these quarterbacks that have That's a great point for, for a little smaller of a guy, but you're right, yeah. Right, and so now, you know, uh, Stetson Bennett's getting drafted, whereas maybe three years ago he wasn't. And so I think Nathan Rourke teams are starting to come around and see, like, hey, maybe we missed the boat on this kid because he was the most accurate passer throughout the week of practice. He can scoop, man. He can move the chains with the seat. When he wants to, he doesn't necessarily need to. It's interesting you say that. The kid is super freaking accurate, bro. Huh? Like boom, 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 boom. Like you know, deep balls, short balls, intermediate slant screens. Accurate as hell, this kid. I'm yeah, telling you, Rich. I'm, I'm telling you, Rick. There's a guy. If I'm an NCAA team, bro, they're sleeping on a coach in a CFL, and that's Rich Campbell. He's the head coach of the BC Lions. He's the one that made Rourke this. Dude, it was unheard of to have a Canadian as a starting quarterback in the CFL even. They're like, dude, the kid's from yeah. Canada. You can't. No, no. We're gonna get, get, get a big-time NCAA quarterback in here. He said, this is my guy. He said, this guy is going to be the real deal. Coached him up, and now he signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Rich Campbell is the son of le legendary coach Hugh Campbell, who, of course, coached Warren Moon with the Houston Oilers, and he was a longtime Edmonton Eskimo great, won like five great cups in a row legendary what? coaching family this guy really knows how to coach rick i'm telling you rich campbell this guy can coach bro i'm gonna have to pay better attention i, I like that yeah. yeah yeah if you look this guy up like he can really really coach all right well let's get into some nfl football and more on the other side nfl trap talk rick saratella kick it with us bring it SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The late night anger management class. This is Fortridge. I am Gabriel Morancy. Man, we got football fever, man. You know, three, six, five. Love it. All these leagues. Love talking about them. Uh, we brought up earlier that the CFL preseason had begun. And just as a refresher, some of the quarterbacks in the league, we talked about Nate Rourke uh, signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Vernon Adams replaces him with the BC Lions. Now, Oregon Duck fans remember Vernon Adams. Uh, played. They used to stand out in Eastern Washington. That he tra- he transferred over to the to the Ducks, and um, you know, very explosive player. He's a dynamic player, dual threat. He turns the ball over a lot. That's that's his. That's the nemesis with this kid. He's gonna throw three or four touchdowns in the game. He's gonna make some highlight reel plays, and he's also gonna turn the ball over two or three times. But he's a fun football player to watch play. An explosive player in Vernon Adams. We talked about Chad Kelly, who has all the talent in the world, Rick. I mean, you know about Chad Kelly. Had personal demons with alcohol that sort of, you know, really got the best of him, man. He was getting arrested and getting kicked off of football teams, but he's gotten his personal life in order. He's a hell of a talent, though, on the football field. Yeah, I think Chad Kelly brings that edge, and I think that's why Toronto will be in good hands, even though McLeod Bethel Thompson has departed. I think Chad Kelly kind of has that chip to prove himself. And I would argue that maybe the other Oregon quarterback, Jeremiah Masoli there. Uh, in was, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, he's a good quarterback. He got hurt last year, bro, and unfortunately he missed the season. But he's back. And, Rick, I'll tell you what, for betting purposes, the Red Blacks are a play-on team. They're going to be a scrappy underdog, that team. Yeah, I, I think I think they're a dark horse contender this season. I really do. And, uh, you know, Bo Levy, uh, Mitchell, and Hamilton, I think, is really uh, going to be intriguing to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo Levi, Mitchell. He's been one of the best players in the CFL for the last, like, 10 years type of deal, 8 to 10 years. Makes a lot of money. He got offered a contract from the Minnesota Vikings a couple of years ago. They wanted him to be the number two quarterback and backup quarterback, but he likes his life. He likes playing. And he basically said, I make the exact same amount of money that you're offering me. They offered him, like, 750000 He said, I make 750000 to actually play. Why would I want to make seven fifty not to play? Nate Rourke is a little different. He's younger, and it's his right. dream and all that. You know, Bo Levi Mitchell was established. But, yeah, Bo Levi Mitchell now goes to Hamilton. But uh, well, well, he's well, not in the Hall of Fame. And if, they, if, if Hamilton wins a championship, they might just erect a statue in front of the stadium. Right? Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's he's a legend, and there, there's high that's expectations. That's a good lifestyle. Why leave that on the table? <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying with these people in the CFL. If you're a CFL quarterback, guys, you're, if you're an established CFL quarterback, let's just say you're a star, you're making nearly a million dollars a year. So it's not bad, right? You know, you're, you're playing 20 weeks, you're getting a million dollars a year. You're not scrapping and worrying about practice rosters, this and getting cut that in the NFL. You're, you're, you know, you end up being a millionaire and you have a great life uh, for yourself. So speaking of the NFL, now it gets real. It's T-shirt and short time right now, uh, but they're liking what they're seeing from Bryce Young. Uh, right now in Carolina, everybody's been raving about what he's uh, bringing to the table. Uh, what's your take on the uh, the rookie quarterbacks? And who do you think is going to be the first one to start? Like, is Bryce Young going to start in week one? Is Anthony Richardson going to start in week one? How do you think this plays out? C.J. Stroud, et cetera. Got to believe these guys are going to all be playing pretty early. I, I think Bryce Young goes in there as the day one starter. I really do. And, yeah, if you watched any of the uh, Carolina Panthers quarterback play over the last five years, of course he looks outstanding. I mean, <laughs> they have, right? <laughs> You're right. This is the first time they're hey, we don't. this guy doesn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can hear the ball whistle out of his release. Yeah. So, I mean, I look, I think Bryce Young has all the good. It's kind of like Kenji Bahar, though. Can he hold up over a 17, 18 plus 21 game, dare I say, calendar i mean that's grown man football we shall see but i think you know listen houston they they're funny they're funny style over there now so i mean even though you would you would think cj stroud's gonna start is he the week one starter i don't know 
Anthony Richardson, I think, is going to be a wait-and-see approach. Gardner Menchu came over there with Shane Steichen from Philadelphia, so he already knows the offense. Menchu had a couple of spot starts down the stretch for Hurts, so I think they'll, they'll, they'll rally the troops behind Menchu, and once they're either uh, mathematically eliminated or they, they deem Anthony Richardson ready, they'll pull the trigger there. And Will Levis, I mean, I think it's just a matter of time, right? And I do believe that uh, there's a, a veteran in place there that they could potentially start with. But Bryce Yeah, they Young, still have Tannehill. Tannehill. He's still on the roster, yeah. yeah. And they're just they're looking for an excuse to bench him, so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah, and or yeah, and or trade them or somebody wants them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think that they look, that hasn't happened yet, Rick. We're not even in a camp yet. That's something to to bring up. Quarterbacks do get hurt. Stuff happens before the season starts, right? Oh, absolutely. And you know, there's going to be uh, somebody. Usually, you know, they've done a better job in recent years, but traditionally, there was always one starting quarterback that went down in the preseason out for the year. It really hasn't happened last year or two. They've done so much now with these club med practices. I mean, you barely get touched, God forbid. So, I mean, there's not really a lot of opportunity for them to get injured. But, yeah, you know, there's really not too many veteran quarterbacks on the scrap heap out there. Cam Newton is a guy now begging for a job, but there's really no guy. You know, there used to be the veteran signal caller that would just kind of wait and see, you know, if somebody went down. I'll just Teddy Bridgewater, I guess, is that guy this year. right? I've always liked Cam Newton. Yeah, at this point, to hear Cam Newton talk about not getting a chance because he has dreadlocks is kind of preposterous. It's like, bro, you're 32, you're 33, I get it. But it's it's a new league, right? There's younger guys in the league now. It's You know what I mean? There's no upside with him right now. That's the problem. You don't have an upside, Cam, and you want to be a backup. But I understand why teams are are hesitant. What, does he want to make the league minimum? That's another thing. You want to go, sure, sure. We'll give you $800,000, Cam. How's that sound? I, I just think the audition with New England went so horribly sideways that that's the last impression teams have. And I don't know if Cam, is Cam really ready to be a backup. I don't know. That's a big ego now. Rick Saratella kicking it with us. Uh, Caleb Williams right now, Rick, minus 350 to be the number one pick in, uh, in next year's NFL draft. That's just a number that you cannot lay. Like, basically, look, you could bet uh, Caleb Williams minus 350 or the field at plus 210. And I don't want the kid to get injured, but injuries do happen. And also, you've seen this before, man. I, I swear, there's a lot of times where people come into a year thinking that the kid, some guy's a slam dunk to do this or do that. And when it's all said and done, he isn't, right? And he doesn't get drafted first overall. Is this an absolute stone-cold lock that Caleb Williams is the number one pick of the draft next year? No. And I'll say that I did not believe he deserved the Heisman Trophy either, and apparently I'm in the minority because he's got to show me he can win big-time football games. Some of these games, when you're that great and you're in such a, 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 a marvelous system and now this is the second year in the system and they've, they're treating the transfer portal like – NFL free agency. They're paying guys $3 million to come over and play Jordan Addison. Like, you've got to win these games. And to me, if USC does not make the college football playoffs, that's a disappointment. And to me, I want to see this kid win and earn that number one title. So, no, I don't think it's a lot. I sort of agree with you. I like him a lot, but I think he's a good quarterback. But people are caught up in this. He's the new Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but what? Because he threw the ball sideways once? Like, come on, let's, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just because you threw it sideways, but sidearm, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean you're Mahomes, but people buy into that, right? Oh, if you look at his body and you look at his motion, he's the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes. Listen, I like him. I like him, but I tell you what, Quinn Ewers is a pretty good quarterback. You know, Drake May is a pretty good quarterback, right? There's some other pretty good quarterbacks that maybe some other teams are going to like more than than Caleb Williams. So I'm just saying, like, as far as laying minus 350, that's a crazy bet, guys. Well, I listen, mean, you can get plus 210 for everybody else. And a team like Houston who just drafted C.J. Stroud could have the number one pick. Maybe they go offensive tackle. Just saying. <laughs> that's a great point, right? That a team, you're right, the team that gets them doesn't need a quarterback. Just took a quarterback. Well, like Carolina sucks again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, very, it's a very good point. Drake May, are you buying into the Drake May hype? Do you like him as much as uh, a lot of the mainstream media do? 
I do like Drake May. I mean, it didn't work out for him at Alabama. I would have liked to see him kind of stick it out because it would have been, uh, I mean, look, it would have been there for the taking this year for him if he had stuck it out. Uh, he went for the greener pastures. It worked out for him. But again, like UNC, the Tar Heels were off to this riveting start last year, and then they just kind of fell by the wayside and started losing games they should have won. To me, if you're a great signal caller, you can will your team to victory. We talked about this with Will Levis. How many, how many opportunities does this guy have a chance to win a ball game? In one fourth quarter, like great quarterbacks make it happen. And I want to see that out of Drake. I think these guys are all raw. They've all flashed potential. But now they've got to show us, you know, consistency, right? In, in, in the old days, experience. Everybody was looking for experience. These days, we're looking for the traits. But guys, you got to show me some experience and, and, and some consistency over the course of time here. Devin Leary, he's another one now in Kentucky. He takes over for Will Levis. They bring back the old OC. People, I see mock drafts, Devin Leary, uh, the, the Jersey uh, kid from NC State transferring over to Kentucky in this new hybrid offense. I don't know. Can, can he stay healthy? Can he show me that he can do it over the course of the season? I think that's the biggest question mark with all these top caliber quarterback prospects this year. And we've only got about 30 seconds left with Rick Saratella here, but I know Rick's a big fan and I'm a big fan of Michael Penix Jr. This is a kid you got to keep your eye on coming into the year through for 4,641 yards. The the Huskies are going to be a top 10 team, top seven, top five, whatever, man, depending <laughs> on the poll. Yeah. They're, they're going to be a big time team and he's got a big time opportunity to put, make a name for himself, man. Well, that'll be another one to circle the calendar. Oregon, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, look out. That could be a shootout. Hey, Rick, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the time, bro. Hey, buckle up. Rick Zaratella, NFL Trap Bible. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This team is fired up. We came here to play. All right. Lose. What? Didn't you hear what he said? Look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. You think we should bet against him? I bet my entire college fund on it. You got it. Mo, $23 on New York. One more drink as you sing, as you drown. The late night anchor management class is his portrait. I am Gabriel Morenci. The cuts, the players, the hustlers, and people to bust them, and everyone else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. Let's go. All right, thanks to Rick Saratella talking some football uh, with us. USFL already going in to week uh, seven. Meanwhile, the NBA and the NHL, we're getting closer to finals uh, right now. Off the top of the program, I brought up a stat, um, or I should say the odds, what the, what the odds were. We're not there yet, right? But if, if all four series end up as a sweep, 
So the Denver Nuggets have just swept the Los Angeles Lakers. The Florida Panthers are one win away from sweeping the Carolina Hurricanes uh, right now. The Miami Heat are one win away from, from a sweep. And the, um, the Vegas Golden Knights are up two games to none on the Dallas Stars. It was 88,000 to one. 88,000 to one that all four series would have ended up uh, in a sweep. Now, we're not there yet, obviously. Miami need to, uh, to win uh, tomorrow. Listen, I don't know if what happens in another conference affects what's going to happen in Miami, but the fact that the Denver Nuggets swept, I think Miami want to hold serve here. And also, just we talked about mitigating the risk of injury. Nothing good can happen going back to Boston. You lose this game tomorrow, you go back to Boston, even though Boston haven't been great at home. Let's say they nail that down. Next thing you know, it's 3-2. It's, it's dragging on forever. They're starting the NBA Finals June 1st. We know this. So if you're Miami, you want to get this thing over with. you got to believe that Boston play a hell of a lot better early in this game tomorrow. We've been riding Miami all the way through this series. And I have that play for Miami to finish off the series tomorrow as well. We're looking forward to hopefully they can do it. But I tell you what, it's an angle that I like even in a regular season in the NBA. When teams are like flat out super smashed, when they get absolutely destroyed and humiliated in a basketball game, the following game, at least in the first quarter, in the first half, they're going to, you know what I mean, they're going to give everything. Let's be real here. Boston, their season's on the line. We saw with the Lakers tonight. The Lakers won the first quarter. They won the first half. They ended up losing the game. I think a similar situation can happen tomorrow in which Boston come out. Boston have a small lead, you know, after the first quarter. It's kind of a close game at the half, and then Miami uh, get it done. I'd be surprised if Miami just sort of beat them by 40 again. If they do... If it's another just straight-out route and Boston tap out and quit, if you're a Boston Celtic player, you'd be better off not going back after to Boston. Like, <laughs> pull, face, do do what, like, the Memphis Grizzlies did. Don't face the media. Get fined 25K. You know, snake out the back door, and uh, and that's that. The season's over, and you won't see anybody for a little while. Listen. I've told you guys this a million times before over the years. The end is never pretty for any of these teams. It's no matter how good your season was, whenever it ends, it's always like, my God, that was a train wreck. That was a disaster. And it always seems worse than it is. But with Boston, they've been knocking on the door a lot. You know, it's their fifth uh, Eastern Conference Finals in the last seven years. They were in the, in the finals last year. But let's not forget, man, Miami lost in the finals to the Lakers in a bubble. And they had bad luck. Everybody got injured right before. Basically, everyone got injured. The Lakers the Lakers had a very gratuitous uh, finals against the Miami Heat. They faced a shorthanded Miami Heat team. So you know the Miami Heat, they have unfinished business as well. And right now, these are the, uh, the future odds. The Denver Nuggets are minus 290. The Miami Heat are plus 290. The Boston Celtics are 15 to 1. So I'm going to give you a couple of ways to approach this right now. If you like the Miami Heat, you got you take the Miami Heat right now at plus 290 because they're not going to be plus 290. It's only going to go down because they're not technically in the finals yet. Yes, there's the assumption that they're going to make it, but the number will come down a little bit um after they get there. Now, if you think Boston are going to win tomorrow, but you think Miami are going to win the series, then you wait, right? Because the number will pop, uh, it'll go even higher. But if you think Miami are going to win this basketball game tomorrow, then you take them now at uh, plus 290. As far as the uh, the Denver Nuggets are concerned, it's hard to make an argument for this team at minus 290 right now. But what we can tell you is Nikolai Jokic is uh, a minus 220 favorite to be the NBA Finals MVP. Now, let's be real. If the Denver Nuggets are going to win the championship, Nikolai Jokic is going to be the MVP. He was just the MVP right now of the uh, the Western Conference Finals, and he was asked what it meant to be the MVP, and he said he didn't care. For the record, too, we were talking about touching the uh, the conference trophy in the National Hockey League. It is 23-9 for whatever it's worth. Teams that don't touch the cup are 23-9 in the last 32 years. Yeah, there's instances of teams touching a cup and winning, but overall, 
it is a superstition that I personally believe in. And I can tell you that if I played in the National Hockey League and I won the conference finals, I would not touch the trophy. I think what they should do, and I bring this up because the Denver Nuggets touched the uh, the Western like, like the NBA. It's not this superstition. It's not the same thing. But what I would do, it's like if I was the um, if I was the Nuggets tonight, or if I'm an NHL team, I send out like uh, basically you know like the staff personnel. And you know what? We're gonna let the, the 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 secretaries and answer the phone for the season ticket holders, or like you know what I mean, season ticket holder staff. You guys go out there, you get to claim this, you can lift it over your head and stuff. But if I was a player, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want any of the players. It's bad luck. I do believe in that. Like, don't don't mess with it, man. Don't mess with that. <laughs> We're not playing to win that. We're not, there's nothing to celebrate yet. I like teams that are all business. You know what I mean? Let's celebrate after. And even if we don't win the Stanley Cup, um, even if you don't win the Stanley Cup, you still celebrate after, right? That's the whole thing when teams, like, have parties even after they lose championships and stuff, and some people wonder why. It's because, you know, you take a look back on the run that you had. But if you like the Denver Nuggets to win the championship and you didn't get in already, and they're minus 290 now, I can't advocate that. Now, we don't have NBA final series sort of spreads yet, right? Like one and a half games, two and a half games and all that because the, the finals aren't set yet. But we know it's going to be the Miami Heat. And you're not going to get a better number than plus 290 right now for the Miami Heat. It's only going to go down after they win tomorrow and they win this series. Denver at 290, it'll go down a little bit. Maybe it seems a little high. People always like what they saw last and they just saw Denver win. But this seems incredibly high. At minus 290. And I say this, I don't care who they're playing. Like, minus 290 is a big price, but the Miami Heat are damn good, man. Like, we've seen the Miami Heat. If the Miami Heat can beat the Boston Celtics and they can beat the Milwaukee Bucks and nothing against the New York Knicks, but I'm not putting them in the same category, but even the Knicks, and the Knicks actually have played them tougher than anyone else did, pretty much, to be honest. Well, the Bucks battle with them. But, um, you know what I mean? If they can beat the Bucs and they can beat the Celtics, you can't say, no, no, they can't beat. They just beat Giannis. Now, Giannis wasn't 100%, but he still lit it up. They just beat Giannis. They, you know, they're, they're pounding. Everyone thought the Boston Celtics were the best team in the NBA. So I think this is a little bit of an overreaction here, this number. Even though I've been telling you, I think Denver are the team to beat and Denver are going to win the championship. At this price right now, I'm going to have the same attitude that I had about the Miami Heat um, against the Boston Celtics when I said, you know what, we're getting the Miami Heat plus two and a half games at minus 140. How do you pass that up? You know, all they got to do is take it to six. I'm surprised, to be honest, about this number. I'm surprised that the Miami Heat are not getting a little bit more respect. They just, you know, but whatever. They didn't even going into last night's game. They were plus four and a half. But plus 290 is high, man. So, yeah, Nikolai Jokic is minus 220. To uh, So, listen, if you like Denver, Jokic is going to be the MVP. So, why lay 290 when you can get 220? And similarly, if you like the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat are plus 290 right now. Jimmy Butler is plus 350. It's not really the NBA Finals MVP. It's more so the, you know, the old, the, the big body of work and what player carried them there and all that. And, yeah, it's been a pretty big team effort, but they're not giving the, the NBA Finals MVP to Caleb Martin. Like, it'll be Jimmy Butler. So, Jimmy Butler's plus 350. So, if you like the Miami Heat, you're getting plus 350 with Jimmy Butler. This is the same strategy that we talk about uh, with, with the Super Bowl. Right, in which you can isolate pretty much who the MVP of the Super Bowl, generally the quarterback, is going to be. And you normally, generally, will get a better price. Like I said, so the Nuggets are minus 290, Jokic is minus 220. They're not winning unless Jokic is the MVP. So you might as well just play minus 220 instead of 290. And similarly, the Miami Heat, they're not winning unless Jimmy Butler goes off. And uh, Jimmy Butler is plus 350 instead of getting plus 290. I look forward to seeing what the series handicap and series spreads are going to be because, like I said, I think this is an overreaction. The Denver Nuggets, as good as they've been, 
yeah, you beat the Lakers, you beat the Phoenix Suns, you beat the Minnesota Timberwolves, but I don't think they should be like nearly a three to one favorite. It just, I think they should, it should be two twenty actually, and that's what it was coming into today. To be honest, it was minus two ten, two twenty. So like these, every game the number does move. So that's my whole point about the Miami Heat. Don't fool yourself. Like it's probably gonna drop like to two forty or something like that. Um, after they win the game because they're not there yet. But looking at this game tomorrow, Boston in the first quarter is going to be the play. Boston are going to come out. They're going to throw the kitchen sink. Their pride is on the line. They were embarrassed. As I stated, I think it'll be close after the first quarter, but Boston will have a small lead. And um, I could actually see Boston leading most of the night, kind of a close game. We saw tonight, I expected it to be super close tonight, and it was. And I'm sort of expecting a similar situation tomorrow. The The last game, the clinching game, is always the hardest game to win, as they say. And um, like I said, Boston were really, really embarrassed, man. So Boston are going to bring it early. I can see Boston being up, but it's going to be super close. And then just going to be some point, like early in the fourth quarter, Miami are going to go on a run. The crowd's going to start getting electric and crazy and stuff, and there's going to be no turning back. Boston lose tomorrow, but they win the first quarter, and they don't get smoked. But the game is basically a pick em anyways. I will give credit. We got to give credit to South Beach and the Florida sport fan. People have been critical of them over the years. Miami's not a great sports city, even though you figure it would be. I don't know if there's just too many things to do and people are preoccupied, but look, people don't go to Marlins games. They've never really gone to Marlins games. The Dolphins have only recently sold out. The Canes haven't sold out in forever. And even the Miami Heat, it's never really been known as like, oh, that's a crazy place to play. But man, that environment is lit, but the Panther crowd is even crazier. Those rat heads, those guys are nuts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports Grid Radio Network. Quickest 100 minutes of Sports Talk Radio. Thanks to Eric Pinkus, George Kurtz, and Rick Saratella for joining us on the program. All right, we've been talking about a lot of stats and Jokic this and records that and and all that. But how about this, man? So Pat Riley is one win away. This is from David Aldridge tweeted this out. Pat Riley is one win away from his 19th appearance in the NBA Finals as a player, coach, or executive. 19. To put in perspective, like this is crazy. Pat Riley, so if, once Miami get there, we don't want to mush them. But when Miami get to the finals, it'll mean so it's his 19th final appearance. 
That's a 24.7% of all NBA final. It's sort of like Tom Brady, in which, you know, Tom Brady's just, you know, part of the Super Bowl so much. It's pretty crazy. Like when you talk about Super Bowl betting trends, <laughs> it's like, wow. Is it a Super Bowl trend or is it a Tom Brady and a, and a New England Patriot trend? Because, you know, he had the, so many and then he had the one with Tampa. But that's incredible. Nearly 25% of all NBA finals, Pat Riley's been a part of them. You know that's similar to is uh, Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves as well. May rest in peace. Dan, Dan Reeves, the football coach. Man, that guy was in like a million Super Bowls. Like seriously, like as a player, as a coach, as an assistant, like just everything. Dan Reeves was in a lot of Super Bowls too. But and it was the same thing. I was it was basically because I don't know, it was 10, 12, 13, whatever, something crazy like that. Out of the 50. But this is that's some serious, like that's some, you know. I don't think Pat Riley gets enough credit, actually. Yeah, for, for his overall, everybody talks about everybody else and all these great executives and legacies and stuff. To put it in perspective, when you've been part of uh, 25% of all NBA finals, next to making you the damn logo, I don't know. A statue? <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 